Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. The most negative mindset is... I'm not good enough. I'm not capable. I'm not worthy just as I am. I need more. I need some, something more. So they keep going out and trying to find the next thing and the next thing and get more and get another degree and get another certification. And get, and believe me, ongoing education and knowledge is so critical. It's so important, right? We have to continue to edify ourselves. However, someone somewhere is waiting on what you already know and they're waiting for it right now. So you got to get out of that mind frame that you're not good enough just because there are people who are already 20 steps ahead of you. Well, guess what? Everybody's not at that level where they're ready to invest in that coach who's already 20 steps ahead of you. There are some people who are at the beginning of their journey who need what you know right now because you know more than they know. So it's just get that out of your mind that you're not enough. You are enough. You are capable and you are worthy just as you are. Hi, this is Henneko. I'm so glad you took the time to stop by today. In Jamaican parlance, Wagwan. Me glad to say a dial. This episode is sponsored by HennekeWatkinsPorter.com as well as the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Now on HennekeWatkinsPorter.com, you can visit us for blogs, resources, books, online podcast courses, podcasts, and more. If you are new to the Entrepreneurial New Podcast, be sure to check out past episodes with guests such as John Lee Dumas, Patrice Washington, Seth Godin, Richard Branson, Amy Porterfield, and a host of other game changers. We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors, and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. And now, here's today's episode. To excel at the highest level or any level really, you need to believe in yourself and hands down one of the biggest contributors to my self-confidence has been private coaching, Stephen Curry. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Big up, big up, big up to all my peak performer listening to this episode. It is episode 178 of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. I'm Henneka Watkiss Porto. Today's episode is with Dr. Cheryl Wood. Cheryl is an international empowerment uh, speaker, 11 times best-selling author, leadership expert, and master speaker development coach for women. She equips women with the tools to unleash the power of their voice and share the transformational impact of their story. 
Dr. Wood has trained countless women leaders and influencers across the U.S. and abroad in South Africa, India, France, UK, Canada, and the Bahamas. She empowers women to get out of their comfort zone, take calculated risks, and create a living legacy using their voice. So I'm really, really excited to uh, speak with Dr. Cheryl, Dr. Wood, on the subject of building a successful speaking and coaching business. Would you prefer me to call you Dr. Cheryl or Dr. Wood? How you want me to address you? Uh, you, can call me, you can call me Cheryl. Cheryl, yeah, because I know titles are important. You know, you've earned it, right? So yes, I just want to yes. make sure. Yes. Okay, Cheryl. So welcome. Welcome, welcome to the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. So before we start chatting about the, the, the topic that we have I've shared about, um, do you know any Jamaican song? Well, I, I don't know if I know Jamaican songs, but I know Winston. You know what? I know Winston. Winston. Winston from Jamaica. Oh, well, big up Winston, wherever he is. <laughs> from Stella's Groove. Remember the movie Stella? Stella oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I know yes. Winston. Oh, that was, uh, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, isn't this Jamaican? Don't worry. Yeah, Bob Marley. About a thing. Because every little thing is going to be all right. You pass. Yes. You pass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's get to some serious business, right? You are a successful, you're a master coach, you know, speaking um, and uh, and coaching. You have a coaching business. You're an expert in what you do. I want to know, Cheryl, how long have you been in coaching and why did you decide to go into that genre? Uh, wow. Well, that takes me back 10 years ago. I, I, kickstarted my entrepreneurial journey in 2009. And I really tapped into the world of speaking and speaker coaching, probably right around 2012, after I had launched my foot into this whole world of speaking and the circuit of speaking and realizing that that was my God given gift and my assignment. Um, And I, I feel like it found me, I didn't find it. Because when I first started my business in 09, it was a t shirt business, it was it had nothing to do with speaking. Uh, But by being in motion and being in movement, I believe when you get started, even when you're not 100% sure, you know, how or where you're going to end up, when you just get started, opportunities will open up, relationships will open up that will directly detour you exactly where you're supposed to be. So 18 months into my business as a t-shirt business, I got my first speaking opportunity at Morgan State University, which was in the latter part of 2010. And I was so nervous. I'll never forget my, my palms were sweaty and my heart was racing. And, and I was questioning whether or not I should have said yes to that engagement because I, I just didn't feel qualified. But I said yes, I took the risk. And it was the best thing I've ever done. It literally transformed the trajectory of my life because that was the day, September 18, 2010, that I discovered I was born to speak. Oh my gosh. You know, I am listening to you speak, Cheryl, and I'm excited. I'm excited not only to talk to you about your, your subject that you're an expert in, but, uh, pretty much started business the way I did. So I started too with a t-shirt brand called Pato Apparel. Um, it still hasn't died at natural death simply because emotionally I refuse to let it go just yet because I know that somewhere down the line, I'm going to do something with it. But, um, (laughs) so to hear that you've started in that way, tell me a little bit about that t-shirt business. What, you know, what, what was your brand messaging and all of that? So the business was called moms are the best. Mm -hmm. It was a, an inspirational line of mommy t-shirts that celebrated all that we as women, 
uh, sacrifice and all that we devote as mothers, uh, whether it's, you know, you're a mother biologically or whether you are mothering other women or young people like our nurturing, caring spirit is amazing. And it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing that I felt needed to be celebrated. So I started there for me, my own journey was all of my adult life. I had been told by physician after physician that I would never have children. So I had this whole bout with infertility and just didn't think that was going to be in the cards for me. Uh, and then I ended up <laughs> with three beautiful, amazing children. God had a different plan. And and I found myself in a space where I was working this full-time job in corporate America. I felt like I was giving the best parts of me to a corporate job that I didn't love and bringing the worst parts of me home in the evenings to my kids because I was frustrated and I was angry that I finally had these amazing, beautiful children, but somebody else was raising them because they were in somebody else's care for 12 hours a day. Um, and that's kind of how the whole T-shirt brand got started, because I'm like, you know what? I got to find a way to uplift myself and celebrate who I am as a as a wife, as a woman, as a mother. Um, and so I would go out on the weekends while I kept my full time cor- corporate job. I would go out on the weekends and sell these T-shirts. And I learned so much by being in that business. I learned how to hear the word no and not be crushed. I learned how to introduce myself and articulate who I was and what I was selling. Um, I learned how to network effectively because I would go to these vending events and I would network with other women who also were launching their businesses. So I just learned so much in hindsight through that business, which ultimately, like I said, detoured me to speaking. Wow. You know, you and I have seemed to have so much in common. So I've also had some fertility issues. I've had failed IVF. Um, but that's another time, you know, another discussion for another time. But it is interesting that as you go along, you rec- as you, you started out, you said that, you know, um, speaking actually found you. You didn't actually find it because you were born with your gifts. So naturally, um, it found you. And, and because of that, you have traveled all, well, you have been, um, working in South Africa, India, France, UK, Canada, and the Bahamas. These are some of the countries I haven't yet gone. I haven't yet gone to any of the South Africa. Uh, well, I haven't gone to South Africa nor, um, Canada and the Bahamas just yet. But similarly, I've been to the other countries that you've mentioned here. So I feel like, um, on a, on a certain level, um, like I know you, like I'm looking at part of myself through your eyes, you know? I love that. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> right. So tell me a little about your journey, your exciting journey into speaking. What are some of the opportunities it has afforded you? Um, what has that journey been like for you, um, coaching and speaking? Oh my God. It has blown my mind that my life has literally transformed right before my eyes. And, you know, I'm 10 years in. So even though it seems like it happened overnight, realistically, it didn't happen overnight. I mean, there has been a lot of sacrifice. There's been a lot of me um, eliminating distractions and being laser focused on knowing that I wanted my voice to be heard globally, not just locally. I, I share that with every client that I serve that, you know, if you really want to touch lives, if you really want your fingerprint to count, if you really want your story and your experiences to matter, stop fishing in the local pond and start fishing in the global ocean. There are 7.6 billion people in the world. And I promise you, there's a segment of that population who is waiting on what you know. Uh, but for so many women, especially, we discount what we know. So I went through that whole journey myself of initially when I, when I, like I said, when speaking found me initially, I didn't feel qualified. I had to come to the realization that even though I didn't feel qualified, I had been called to do that thing. And it was up to me to come to the front of the room. I was being called to the front of the room to change lives. 
Um, I just didn't know the full how. I didn't have a master blueprint, but I just got started. So again, Morgan State University was my very first speaking opportunity. And I got that opportunity because they heard about the t-shirt business. So had I not started the t-shirt business, I would have never gotten the first opportunity to speak and share my voice and even realize that that was my divine assignment and that was my gifting. Um, and so on that day I went, I spoke, I had never felt that amazing in terms of an internal fulfillment as well as simultaneously feeling like I was touching somebody else's life. So as I'm looking out in the audience and I'm sharing this message at that engagement, I'm looking at these women and their eyes are lighting up about possibility. And some of them, I see tears trickling down their face. And I'm like, my God, in addition to how I felt internally, I have discovered what I'm supposed to be doing to serve the world. And I think all of us have that. We just have to be willing to acknowledge it, even in the midst of the stuff that we feel we're lacking. So I grew up as a young girl. I grew up in poverty. I saw some of the worst parts of life. Uh, when I graduated high school, I did not go off for you know, self-discovery and higher learning at, for, at college. So for such a long time, I thought I wasn't good enough because I didn't have enough letters behind my name. And corporate America told me I wasn't good enough. They were like, hey, you're going to always stay right here at this position and make this amount of money because you don't have a piece of paper that says you're good enough, you're smart enough. And so all of that toxic thinking that was coming from the world, in addition to my own toxic thinking about who I was and who I could or couldn't become, that just that all of that kept me hostage in a place where I didn't want to be for a long time. And then I just one day I just made a decision. And Tony Robbins has this amazing quote. He says, a real decision is measured by the fact that you've taken a new action. And if there is no new action, you have not truly decided. So I made a decision by being in action that my voice matters and it's going to be heard because there's no way God has allowed me to go through all these experiences that I've gone through in life, growing up in poverty and making it out of that environment, growing up as the product of a single parent household, growing up as the product of a dad who was an alcoholic going through infertility, like all of the things I've been through in life, there's no way he gave me all of those stories just to keep it to myself. And so I, right, like I became a proponent of this saying that I say all the time, which is your story is about you, but it ain't for, for you. For you, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You know, I am listening to you and I can so relate to you on many levels because again, the t-shirt business for me was what opened up the speaking platform, right? You know, and giving right. me all these opportunities. Um, Facing the experience, in fact, I am coming out and I have not even, this. I guess this is the first and I'm going to mention it on a recent ep episode of a podcast. I'm coming out of a period of struggle, ill health um, since April. And, and I said, I mean, I, I'm going to do a whole episode about it. And I've been saying, you know, God, um, if this is really for me alone, you are unfair. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We, we are on, on, on like minds. Yeah. On that, like yeah. And yeah. I mean, I've gone through so many things, but I think this period of ill health, I mean, that I've, I'm now coming out of has been like the, the, the darkest moment for me. But, oh. um, that's for another episode again. But I'm, I'm really happy about what you're sharing. And the question I want to ask you next, I mean, in terms of uh, the mindset, you've probably alluded to it already, but in terms of some tan other tangible stuff, how does one start a coaching business? Hmm. Uh, I would say first, number one, take inventory of what you're already sitting on that somebody else is waiting on. Hmm. Uh, again, too often as women, especially, and, and, you know, primarily I speak with women, but I serve when, you know, women and men, but I just feel like women, we just sit on the, our stuff, our good stuff, our best stuff, because we assume that nobody needs it. Or we look and say, oh my God, there's so many people already doing that, teaching that, sharing that, coaching on that. The world couldn't possibly need me. You can, you've got to be kidding me. With 7.6 billion people in the world, I promise you somebody needs it 
the way you say it, the way you share it, your coaching method. So number one, just take inventory of what you already know, what you're already an expert at, what you've already mastered, that you're simply not packaging, promoting, and and selling in the marketplace. Number two, I would then encourage you to really identify a very clear avatar. Who do you want to share that message with? So you know you're sitting on some good stuff. Now you got to identify who wants it and who wants it right now, has a sense of urgency about getting their hands on it right now and is willing to invest in it right now. So you have to have a very clear, clearly identified avatar, a target market. And then I would say step three is start getting out into the marketplace and speaking up. There's a three-part formula that I live by for my business, which is show up, speak up, and follow up. And you have to have that thing where you're constantly doing it. Am I showing up? Meaning, do I have visibility in the marketplace? Am I making myself easy easy to find in the marketplace so that people know I have the answer to their problem? And are you doing that through social media? Are you getting on and doing your Facebook Lives? Are you doing webinars? Are you doing anything that you can to lead people to you as the solution to their problem? So that means you got to show up. Then you got to speak up. You got to let people know what you're doing, who you're becoming. I remember before I ever traveled anywhere outside of the United States, right? In fact, before I ever traveled out of my hometown of Baltimore, once I started speaking, I started going into rooms and introducing myself as Cheryl Wood, international speaker. I was like, I'm Cheryl Wood. How are you? I'm an international speaker. And you know what? Applausing there. (laughs) Right. I had, but look, I had never left Baltimore, Maryland. Like I hadn't gone anywhere. I hadn't been on a plane, a train, a boat, nothing. Nothing, but I was projecting who I was becoming. So you have to be able to visualize it. Zig Ziglar says you got to see the reaching in your own mind before you ever get to the destination. So I started visualizing it and speaking life into who I was becoming and where I was going and how many lives I was going to impact by claiming that I was an international speaker before I ever actually manifested that. So that was the speaking up and sharing that. And when you share it with people and you believe it, they start to believe it. And then I had to follow up. And the follow up was when I would meet amazing people, I would have to guess what? I can't just meet you one time and think that relationship is going to be nurtured. No, I have to put the time in, follow up with you, nurture the relationship, be willing to collaborate, be willing to give you more than I receive initially. Because nobody wants to embark upon a relationship where the person is coming in and they're only asking for something versus coming and bringing something. So those would be the initial steps I would say someone can take. Uh, awesome, awesome sauce. So you talk about, you know, meeting these amazing people, um, awesome people. How does one find clients for their business? Just talk to us a little more about that. I don't think you have to find them. I think you will magnetize them. So I think that's what's happening is a lot of people don't have clarity. Like clarity is such a key part of any coaching or, or speaking business. Clarity about who you're serving, who you want to magnetize. Because once you I have that, that avatar identified and you know exactly what your expertise is, and who you want to serve with that, you'll start talking their language. And when you start talking their language, they will automatically self-identify that you are the coach for them, that you're the speaker coach or the spiritual coach or the business coach or whatever that is, is your specialty. So it's your job to show up and have the visibility, but also to talk their language. So if you think about doctors, doctors have a certain way that they talk as a certain language. My sister, I have a twin sister who's a nurse. And anytime I'm going to go in for any kind of medical procedure, even if it's just in and out or overnight, whatever, I always have her there with me. You know why? Because she talks the language of the other nurses. That means she's able to get the best care for me because she speaks their language. So are you speaking the language of the people that you say that you want to serve? I want to um, talk a little more about the women that you work with. Um, what's one of the the, the most um, negative mindset, perhaps, initially that you will come across, you know, uh, and then you'll have to work on maybe perhaps shifting? 
uh, the most negative mindset is I'm not good enough. I'm, I'm, I'm not capable. I'm not worthy just as I am. I need more. I need some, something more. So they keep going out and trying to find the next thing and the next thing and get more and get another degree and get another certification. And, get, and, and believe me, ongoing education and knowledge is so critical. It's so important, right? We have to continue to edify ourselves. However, someone somewhere is waiting on what you already Pretty know. Have. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're waiting <laughs> for it right now. So you got to get out of that mind frame that you're not good enough just because there are people who are already 20 steps ahead of you. Well, guess what? Everybody's not at that level where they're ready to invest in that coach who's already 20 steps ahead of you. There are some people who are at the beginning of their journey who need what you know right now because you know more than they know. So it's just get that out of your mind that you're not enough. You are enough. You are capable and you are worthy just as you are. That is so solid. On your journey, what has been some of the high points and your low points, Cheryl? The uh, Let's start with the low point. Low point was me having that same toxic mindset that I wasn't good enough, which is the only reason I can speak on it is because I've been there, done that. Um, and that kept me from charging what I was worth for a very long time. Uh, and so I, I was doing all this serving in the world, but my bank account was not reflective of my high level of service in the world. Mm, wow, and that I, is it, solid. That is a solid point you've <laughs> made right here. Many of us are doing that. Many of us yes. are guilty of that. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I had to work on that, be very intentional in working on that. Um, one of the high points, I'd say the two high points in my journey have been, number one, traveling to South Africa and speaking into the lives of young college, African college girls who look like me and reminding them of their greatness and just seeing the excitement in their eyes and the joy in their spirits to have someone remind them that their story matters and that they do not have to be defined by their past or their environment, that they get to make the decision about who they're going to become in the world. And I got to take my entire family with me on that trip. So my 12-year-old, 13-year-old, and 16-year-old and my husband, we all traveled there to that trip to South Africa together. That was amazing and Mm life-changing. And then I'd say the second, one of the second big wins for me was actually a win this year uh, in February of, the, of 2020. I actually got hired to speak for NASA. Wow. Um, and let's, about- let's, let's pause right there and say, <laughs> wow, right? Let's, let's take that in Let's because that's huge. <laughs> that was huge. And again, you're talking about a girl who grew up in poverty, who came from an inner city housing project, who doesn't have that piece of paper, right? Like I'm Dr. Sherwood now because I actually got an honorary doctorate degree in December, but that was based on my past 10 years of the work that I've been doing, empowering and edifying and equipping and educating women. So everything is, is, and divine orchestration and divine timing and, and exactly as it's meant to be. And so to get that call and to be hired at that high of a level and be paid my full speaker's fee and they ordered 125 autographed copies of my book, that was such a highlight of my journey. Wow, that is amazing. And I and I pause right now, Cheryl, to celebrate you, um, to honor you for all your accomplishments. I mean, I, I didn't read in the intro, I didn't mention in the intro that you've, you know, been on all these other media outlets and, you know, very reputable Good Morning America, uh, ABC, Forbes magazine and all these other platform, which uh, is a testament of your work and worth, you know, so I congratulate you and I salute you, you and you're an inspiration to my community. So I know that um, they, they, they want to hear from me. But before I, I asked you for your contact information and all of that and your giveaway and stuff, what I want to hear from you are your final thoughts in terms of perhaps any tips for persons who are contemplating, even amidst the pandemic, um, how to get into the speaking and coaching business. If it is that you have any tip, any final thoughts that you want to share with my community? 
Yeah, I'll, I'll close out on a quote that I love by Maya Angelou. And she says, pursue the thing that you love doing and do it so well that people can't take their eyes off of you. Wow. And so you I said it in the Maya Angelou's voice as well. <laughs> <laughs> I just challenge you to really to recognize your own divine greatness, not to diminish it, not to devalue it, and certainly not to compare it to anyone else because you are a masterpiece unlike any other. And there is something that you do so well that people are waiting for it. They will line up to see it just like the Mona Lisa when I went to Paris, France last year. People were lined up from all across the world, different countries to see this masterpiece. That is what will happen the moment that you acknowledge your own greatness and you stand powerfully in position knowing that God has given you that gift and he gave it to you to share with the world. So just get started right where you are. You will learn as you grow and you will grow as you learn, but you cannot shift and change direction or improve something that you never get started with. So get started with what you know right now. And I promise you, if you show up, God will make provision. Wow. Amazing. I know you have something to give away to our audience so they can benefit and learn more from you. So go ahead and share that and say how they might get in touch with you. Absolutely. So I'm huge on on sharing your story. Again, your story is about you, but it ain't for you. And so uh, I am offering my free template, which is a signature story template. That's the story that is going to connect directly to your brand identity. It's going to be the story that people know you for all across the world. And you can get grab that on my website at CherylEmpowers.com. Again, CherylEmpowers, that's an S on the end.com. All you have to do is enter your name and email and it'll come to you automatically as a downloadable that you can start working through. And then connect with me all across social media at Cheryl Empowers. And that's on IG. I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. Just all across social media, Cheryl Empowers. Oh, Dr. Cheryl Wood, what a pleasure it truly has been having this conversation with you. You've, you've inspired me and, you know, particularly at this point in my journey where, you know, I, I shared earlier, you know, you have inspired me and no doubt you have inspired my community. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you for, you know, the, the words of wisdom that you have left with us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And thank you, my peak performer, for tuning in to this episode with Dr. Cheryl Wood. I look forward to connecting with you next week. In the meantime, of course, you can connect with me for all things podcasting, whether it's books, coaching, online courses, etc., by visiting hennikowatkisport.com and send me a WhatsApp message from the homepage. So when you go there, you see the WhatsApp icon on the right-hand side. It sends me a message directly to my phone. I am just excited, looking forward to hearing from you. Now, I want to leave this point of hope with you. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Hebrews 11 verse 1. What good 